Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I hope you're having a great day in Jesus. We're going to look at a fascinating stele, which we'll explain that what, what that is in just a moment, the Merneptah stele. This is one of the most famous stele. Now, what a stele is, it's basically somewhat like you could describe it as an obelisk, and they're basically memorial stones, multi-sided, that people could write, and it was usually government officials and things would have scribes, write various histories, victories, campaigns. You can learn a lot from these steelies from, or steels, some people would say, from ancient history. One thing we do learn is rarely were there defeats recorded. Mostly it was just their victories that were recorded. So let's take a look at the Merneptah Stele. This comes from page 355, Premier Study Bible. little article I wrote for them in here kind of is a, a good summary of what it is, and then we'll just kind of bounce off from this. Okay, so the Merneptah Stele, this 10-foot high black granite victory steel was found by noted Egyptologist Sir Flanders Flinders Petrie in 1896 at Thebes. Now, if you study Egypt, you know you're going to know Thebes. And Sir Flinders Petrie, one of the most fascinating people I've ever uh, looked behind and studied behind. He is just incredible. Uh, William Cooper has some fascinating stories about Sir Flinders Petrie and his contribution to biblical archaeology. But, okay, you really couldn't measure the Great Pyramid back in the 19th century, early 20th century. There was some religious reasons. It just, it just didn't want you to do that. So how Flinders Petrie got around that, and this is totally unrelated to the Merneptus Daily, but it's just a fascinating story anyhow, is he had a rod that was a particular length. And so he dressed in a ballerina costume and he danced his way to the very top of the Great Pyramid of Giza with this measured stick. He knew how tall it was. The people just thought he was crazy. But what he was doing is he was measuring it each step of the way. So Flinders Petrie, one of these classic guys, discovers from history. All right. It gives its date as 1209 B.C., the Merneptah Steel. And I always say B.C. because I, just being a Christian, I'd look at it more as a, a Christian designation before Christ and Anno Domini. I do know that it's B.C.E., a... Uh, See after the Common Era anymore. Okay, but I still use B.C. and A.D. The primary biblical significance of the find is found in line 27, which is the earliest documented reference to Israel. Now, and that's 1209 B.C. Now, it's not just the fact that it mentioned Israel. It refers to Israel as a people rather than a land. So this was exactly what was happening during this unsettled period of the judges that they had not conquered the entire land. And so they were still looked at as a people group you know, broken up into 12 tribes, obviously, but it wasn't known as the land of Israel yet. That would come centuries later. 
It also mentions Canaan, fascinatingly enough, Ashkelon, and Gezer in relation to the Bible as well. Now, and I mentioned here something that we may just do a separate episode on, or you could do research yourself. Another reference to Israel from ancient Egypt dating from 1350 B.C. is currently being verified from its present location in Berlin. And if that does bear out, and it may have, I have not researched that recently, that would be extraordinary as well because you've got something within a hundred years or so of the Exodus, Israel, being mentioned. But the Merneptah Stele, this 10-foot black granite victory steel is extraordinarily significant for its confirmation of biblical cities and not only its mention of Israel, which is huge enough, but the fact that Israel was not a land in 1209 BC, but it was a people group. And that's exactly what scripture says. So the more I've studied scripture, the more, and when you accurately interpret archaeology, without an agenda, so to speak, you see that the Bible's just 100% true. I would encourage you to believe and live and obey the scriptures and love God's word. It's a wonderful thing. So God bless. I hope you have a great day in Jesus and uh, keep all of us in your prayer ministry, New Life of Albany. Be happy to pray for you. If you go to newlifeofalbany.com, you can drop us a prayer request, leave a comment on New Life of Albany YouTube channel, Facebook page as well. We check all that for prayer and uh, love to be laborers together with you in the kingdom. God bless. Talk with you later.